Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hello. This is uh, Zeno Chat. Um, I am uh, one of the hosts here, uh, Tyler, along with my co-host uh, Justin. Good evening, everyone. And we got several guests today. Um, first off, we got uh, one a uh, guest that's been on several episodes now, and that is Cat. Hello, hi, Cat. <laughs> And returning from our uh, music episode is Mary. Hi. And last but not least, but we have our brand new guest, and that is Aaron. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. This is a uh, quite the gathering. This is probably the mo- yeah. This is the most guests we've had so far. Um, but it's for a good a good uh, reason because today's episode will focus on Ziggy from Cinosaga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Before that, we'll uh, kind of get into our our usual setup. So the way things okay. go, first we'll we'll uh, talk about n- any new- recent news for like Monosoft or Zeno games, um, which I think we covered a lot of news in our last episode uh, last time. Since this is a week after our, our last episode, we recorded. Okay. Sorry. Um. No, no, you're you're all right. But I think uh, didn't uh, the uh, the the uh, Xenoblade Two uh, art book came out this yes, past it week, did. right? It did. Yeah, I oh. still don't have it because DHL are slow posts. Oh no! <laughs> it's because I've been trying to transfer it to like a pickup point, and like it took them three days to do that, and now I think it's finally unprocessed to go there, but it's just like. It's a weekend, so it's not moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, cat, I'll, I'll get the, it on Monday. Hopefully. The, the cat, you did get your copy, I, right? I did, and the, the second I sat down with it, the first thing I did was I snapped several pictures of my favorite characters <laughs> and shared them That's to awesome. all my Xeno chats. I'm in, like, yeah, saw- <laughs> three separate servers, so... <laughs> I saw awesome. some of those... Yeah, they were really nice. Yeah. It is my pledge never to scan a single Xeno book ever again. Uh, I had oh God, a really? nightmare um, when I completed the scans of my uh, Xenoblade 1 book, which, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. one, they were crappy scans to begin with. Uh, for two, that nightmare put the fear of God in me. <laughs> Oh god. And for three, I don't want to take anything away from the company ever again. Oh, what was the nightmare? Okay, alright. So, I was taken on a tour of Monolith Studios by... um, I'm not sure if it was Soraya Saga, but it was somebody up there, and everybody was being oddly nice to me. Like, just like... I know you're going to be like at the end of this. You guys, you, you guys are just gonna beat me up in the corner. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> like nothing actually sinister happened. It just like, oh god, I should not have done that. It was just a complete guilt dream. Oh god! I'm so sorry. Yeah. So um, not that's why I'm not scanning anything anymore. <laughs> Oh, jeez. That's terrible. Uh, it's not well, as that's... traumatic as it sounds, but it's one of the reasons why I stopped. And plus, Yeah, I can't blame you there. Yeah, plus, uh, the Xenoblade fandom is expanding and not contracting, uh, so there are hundreds, if not thousands, maybe millions 
maybe not yet millions of people. Um, Some, but someone, someone will scan it. Someone, someone else, scan. someone younger, someone with <laughs> more time on their hands uh, than me. Oh, God. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, at least you... <laughs> I know what you mean now. Well, at least you won't uh, also won't have to ruin like the binding of your boat. Yeah, yeah, like you that, have to like so. break the spine. Yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I never scan a book for that very reason because I'm super overprotective of them. Yeah, my art books are my babies. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I generally don't unless I can do it without damaging the book too much. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever had anything that was like super exclusive that people wanted me to scan. So. For the most part, I mean. Yeah, I think the uh, the scans of the Xenoblade book uh, was a request from Kare Raiko, and oh, yeah. I yeah, um, and when I was scanning that book, I spoiled myself on everything in that game. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. No, I know that feeling. No, I did the same thing when I was like randomly flipping through the Xenoblade X player's guide before I actually beat the game. I oh, no. <laughs> I've spoiled so many things for myself that way. Like I, I remember like we got a player's guide for Final Fantasy VI, and I read through the entire thing when we were like halfway through the game. I was like ten years old, but oh. I spoiled myself on the whole ending. It's it's kind of almost that I became like immune to spoilers now. So like if something gets spoiled for me, I'll just be like, ah, eh, whatever. I'll watch it or play it anyway. Because even though I know how it ends, I still kind of want to experience it myself so i'm kind of weirdly spoiler agnostic in that way but i know a lot of people aren't so i try to be respectful of that yeah as much as possible <laughs> yeah for sure yeah yeah i'm still iffy about spoilers because well i'm i i'm still kind of sore because uh, i remember back on i think it was Zeno legacy i accidentally went into one of the chat rooms and they spoiled oh, no. uh, a char- character end at the end of episode three and i was like no oh no but, oh but god I, yeah, I, but as you said, I yeah, I kind of, I still went through the rest of the game because I, I I just had to. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like yeah. even if you know how it's like, what happens, you still want to know mm-hmm. how it happens mm-hmm. and and what it happens leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I remember Blade. Uh, people, the community for that was really surprisingly good about not spoiling it, like the whole um, the whole Fiora thing. Like, oh, yeah. well, now you spoiled it again. <laughs> well, this is why I spoiled it. I'm going to get to this. So, because I remember for a long time, people used to be really big about not spoiling, you know, what happened to her and all that. But then Nintendo just stopped caring and just started outright <laughs> spoiling it in like Project Cross Zone and in Smash Bros. And I think they even like showed it in one of like the commercials for like Xenoblade uh, 3DS or whatever. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah, there was oh, a live-action, like, Fiora, I think. What was that? I think there was a, a live-action Fiora. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, there was, like, this, this Japanese model just dressed up as Fiora, and... Oh, yes! I know what you're talking about! I remember I, it now. I remember that. Yes, 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 you're right. Yeah, and at the end yeah, of the yeah. commercial, uh, they have her dressed up in her mech gear. Or, I guess, mech on gear. Right. It, it's just so weird that uh, you had the community for that for years after Xenoblade came out. They were very strict about not spoiling that. And then just Nintendo was just like, no, you know, she comes back as a robot. Whatever, guys. Xeno, <laughs> <laughs> so, you, know, you know us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how we roll. 
Well, I was a little myth because I remember when I first started playing Xenoblade, I posted on Twitter, I was like, I got killed by a level 80 fish or something, and someone's like, oh, well, I just got killed by level 70 blah 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 spoiler blah blah blah. No! And I was like, why? It was a certain uh, character betrayal. Oh. And I was like, and they're like, no, no, that doesn't happen. It, it did fucking happen. Sorry, that was probably the first time I dropped the F-bomb on this. <gasps> oh <my laughs> are we allowed to say swears? Like, yes, are yes. swears allowed? Or, okay, yes. Oh, I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just we're, dropped we're the F-bomb in front of my nephew about ten times, and he's, like, in grade school, so I'm in the doghouse. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm the worst relative. I'm a bad influence. So so I apologize if, if I say anything that would make this not PG-13. Or, you know. <laughs> no, it's okay. We... We've yeah, we're okay. We, <laughs> okay, good. We don't, we don't, we don't. We, this is our podcast. We don't. We we make we make the rules. Okay, <laughs> Aaron, you are allowed to say fuck. <laughs> okay. Is there any other news? Because I know last time we talked about uh, uh the cosmos figure that came out or th- that's coming out. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. They still haven't said like. When or how much have they? Well, I expect it to be about as much as a Mitra and Pyra, which was like 167 bucks. Oh gosh. <sighs> <laughs> so for me, for me, it would be about 200 Canadian. I'm like, but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like whenever I bought Joker, he costed me a bit less than that, but. <laughs> it still, still costed a lot, <laughs> but I mean, it was Joker. I needed, I needed that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm not going to keep this secret anymore. But I, I told Cat a few months ago. But um, I, uh, I bought the Cosmos Dolphy doll. Yes, you oh, did. She is a little while back. So I've been keeping it quiet because I don't want people to judge me, but. Um, we won't judge you. I think that's awesome. That's why I keep my stuff quiet. I don't want people to judge me. But I'm I don't think you. there's anything wrong with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. And at least you love something yeah. beautiful. Yes, except except I didn't know that there would be so much assembly required. So oh, no. that's another reason why I haven't said much because I still haven't fully put her together yet. <laughs> but yeah. It's just her her wig won't just I I can't cooperate with it, but that's that's another story. So I thought I'd finally <laughs> I, I need to come to your house and help you with it. <laughs> yes, like that would be great. Just help me ad- adjust Cosmos's wig. <laughs> Get there, I'll touch it once and it'll be perfect. That's it's just my energy. <laughs> I mean I mean, it's about the same as a cosplay wig, probably, so I could help if I was there when I'm not there. We just need to have a Xenochat con in which everybody just goes to Jin's house. Oh, yeah, let's... Our 2020 Katsukan. I'll bring my Cosmos yes. Dolphy doll and just... Yes. <laughs> I will <laughs> fix it for you while you I'm in my drink of cosplay. To, you need to walk around the entire convention center just carrying her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, wait. Did you say you wanted to cosplay Alan? 
Oh my god! Yeah, see, that's <laughs> that an would idea. be perfect. Oh my god, that would be perfect. There you oh go. my god! Now this needs to happen. Yes, it does need yes, to happen, and I'm going to take a lot of pictures and post it all over social and media. You should scream "Chief" all over the place. <laughs> Chief, I have. <laughs> Where are you, Chief? Oh wow. All right. Is there any other news that anyone can think of? Um, I don't know if you guys covered that, but Welltall got delayed again. To oh, watch. did it? I hadn't heard. No. But yeah, I think that news came came up around January, like mm-hmm. whenever Illy came out. Like they pushed it to March. Uh. I guess they're having some difficulties since it's more parts and like robot and all. So. Maybe that's why it's taking longer. I don't know. Well, I think that's also when the uh, Xenogears concert Blu-ray is also supposed to come out. So that'll be a Xenogears-themed month. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I think that's about that. Yeah. We can't... Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, then um, the next part of the episode, Aaron, if you don't mind, would you uh, be interested in going into your how you came into the Zeno experience. <laughs> oh gosh, okay, I will try to make this not too rambly because I have a tendency no. to ramble. ramble. I can talk. You're okay. I can speak words sometimes. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if, I have, have we introduced my husband who's kind of passively observing over there? Say hi, Jeremy. Uh, no, oh. I guess we should. <laughs> I don't know if we really need to introduce, but he's part of the how I got into Zeno. Zenosaga, so I don't know if if, if that's <laughs> relevant or not. Well, um, you can come to the mic if he wants to. <laughs> oh, I'm at the mic. I'm just being real quiet. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, hello. Right. Sorry, I'm I'm like being making it awkward. Um. Okay. You're fine. So, um, that's what you do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> so my currently my now husband and I met when we were both in high school, and um. Over the summer, he invited me to a party at his house. Um, it was like right before we started dating, um, and he was showing everyone this this game that that I had heard of, but I hadn't played before. And it was uh, Xenosaga Episode One, and he, like he had it on the TV with a bunch of people there, and um, he was at the ending, so he showed everyone the ending, including me, spoiling the ending for me. <laughs> And then <laughs> of the first game, wow. yeah, first, yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, then he was like, "Oh yeah, Aaron, you sh- you should play this. You'll probably like it." And uh, and he lent it to me. Um, so around the same time, we started dating, and um, I I uh, started playing Xenosaga, and I think eventually he helped me beat it because I'm terrible at video games. But um, yeah, so our relationship is sort of um partly because of well maybe not because of but um intertwined with Xenosaga. <laughs> uh-huh. and it's kind of been like a thing um all according to keikaku <laughs> keikaku means <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were just talking about that meme at dinner last tonight um but yeah so so it's kind of been like this weird recurring theme in our relationship and um i've always been a fan of jrpgs like my favorite game is one of my favorite games other games is final fantasy 6 and i i love like old school rpgs so like xenosaga is is kind of you know it's extremely my jam i just and i've and i've 
Um, I'm not too familiar with the rest of the Zeno series except by osmosis through my friends who are fans of it. So I apologize. My my knowledge of the other games is is pretty abysmal. But um, but yeah, like I I love Zeno Saga and I'm still obsessed with it. Like how many like how many years later? I can't I can't math right now. It was like 2003 uh, when I first played it. So 16 honestly, years. I think we're all. Oh, sorry. Honestly, I think we're all like obsessed with <laughs> yeah. Saga. So. Yeah, so good company. That's good. Yeah, so exactly. so it's kind of like I have a very one track mind, and it's still stuck on that basically. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's all. I don't know anything else I should say or. Um, Sorry, I'm like super how, awkward. How about no, your, no, you're fine. How about your involvement uh, with uh, the Godzib and uh, XU oh, communities, yeah. and also the fantastic fucking fan fiction you wrote a couple of years ago about <laughs> oh, Ziggy and Pipe uh, oh, Art? <laughs> oh god, my fan fiction. Um, and your fan <laughs> art, like the Ice King from Adventure Time. <laughs> my fan <laughs> fiction. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, honestly. Um, I was involved with a couple of, of fan forums that um uh that Kat was also involved with and like like XU is kind of Kat's um Kat's thing, but I was I was lucky enough to be part of that and eventually become a moderator there. And um so I've always been kind of like um not always actually, just since two thousand six, which is when I got really into the the fandom side of things, but I've been pretty active in that side of things i'm repeating myself aren't i but um so actually i I met a lot of a lot of my close current closest friends through the fandom and through the through the community like including cat who's my best friend um so it's (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of it was really a big deal for me because prior to that i didn't really have a lot of friends so it's kind of central to my life in a weird way yeah yeah sorry that sounds (laughs) sappy but it's true no no it's okay because i mean definitely (laughs) wouldn't have have met a bunch of uh, oh no it's okay Uh, i wouldn't have met a bunch of my zeno friends without fan forum so it was was a really good experience yeah Yeah, same here i met a lot of people through zeno saga and the other zeno series but mostly zeno saga so yeah (laughs) i'm really thankful for that yeah, it's great, and it's it's great. I feel I'm feel lucky that I've been able to keep in touch with so many people for so long. Um, it's it's just really cool, and seeing that there's still so much enthusiasm for the the whole series, it's it's just really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, what about the fan fiction? Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> gonna, uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I. Uh, <laughs> Oh gosh, I actually just got done done sort of um redoing my private not private my personal fan site um where I where I quarantined all my fan fiction so it's kind of like at the front of my mind right now but I I I wrote a, a lot of fan fiction um, in the mid 2000s um about Xenosaga and I actually I don't normally write a lot of fan fiction there's only like maybe like three to five fandoms that I've actively created like written stuff for because writing is very hard for me and I'm not like super good at it and I'm not very efficient at it but like if 
like things that that I feel really passionate about, I usually want to write about. So I did a lot for Xenosaga, probably more than any other fandom. And also, been in. Uh, in order to <laughs> so, do your extremely intricate fan fiction, you did okay. your research and you know a lot because of it. <laughs> well, I've I've forgotten a lot, <laughs> but okay. I mean, I did I did a lot. I think I did more research for for that fanfic than I did for my uh, my college thesis, which is something I <laughs> probably should nice. be proud of. But it's, it's <laughs> I think you should be proud of that. I think you should be proud of that. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> well, I guess that's something. I mean, I um, yeah, like so. Basically, it's, I'm not gonna like. I don't want to like toot my own horn here. <laughs> but yeah I, I uh, this one fanfic I wrote that ended up being like something like 200 pages long I don't even know how many words but it was because I was I was I was not completely happy with with the way that Ziggy's story ended in episode three so I was like I'm gonna fix it <laughs> so I made it worse and I wrote this like oh. whole um this whole sequel that was set like two or three years after episode three and it just got into this big long complicated terrible like singularity of angst but it i did beautiful and it. i loved it <laughs> i'm honestly that means so much to me that means so much to me because i think you were only like one of five people who read it and i was like what am i even doing this for but uh. like honestly if one person if if my best friend read it and liked it that much that like that that means the whole world to me seriously like that's, uh. that's like all i could possibly ask for it was like because it meant so much to me when i was working on it <laughs> but <laughs> it and it, i know it sounds trivial and silly but i really like I, I don't think i've cared that much about anything in a while so uh. it, it was a whole big thing yeah and it's i I recently kind of reformatted the whole um the whole site where I was keeping it so everything is up to date um like web design wise <laughs> yeah I, I just like I'm gonna learn CSS and I'm gonna redo all my web pages so I like yeah I'm like super shy about hosting my fanfics on like AO3 like a normal human being would or like fanfiction.net so I just like hide them <laughs> hide them away where no one can ever find them uh-huh. ever can I find it though? <laughs> oh, you can. It's a, I, I'll give you the link later if you want. Yay! I, I, can, I, yeah, I, can, I can actually put that in the uh, show notes as well. Oh so gosh, the- if you want to. I mean, I don't want to like forcibly subject people to my horrible fan fiction, but it's, if you would like no. that link. It's, it's really good. It's, oh, no. It's, it's, it is what it is. Aaron, this is why you're here. You no. literally, literally wrote the book on Ziggy. No. <laughs> Book. Oh, gave us the. <laughs> Be careful. There's my pornography on there too. Oh. I, I don't really have pornography. I just I, there's just one like that. Don't worry. She doesn't a, know what that word content. means. <laughs> Dude, you've seen some of my sketchbooks. You know. You know what I'm about. Um, we'll probably have to censor that out, and I apologize. Anyway. Um, so that's my deal. My my deal is mostly being like an obsessive weirdo about this one very specific minor section of one obscure part of a video game for the last 16 years. So that's that's my entire wheelhouse is but a very, hey, the- very small wheelhouse. I mean, that's a really good segue into today's <laughs> episode. 
Because what are we talking about? Ziggy. <laughs> that is why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I was. Right. I was. I was telling, I think I was telling Kat and Jeremy the other day that like, like me going on a podcast about Ziggy is like me going on a podcast about like how much I like dogs or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what can I really say about it? It's just, Uh. it's just my thing. Hmm? This will be a most joyous experience for you though. (laughs) All right. Um, So yeah, (laughs) I I guess we'll go on just the topic at hand, but. um, Okay. Yeah. Well, so first, Ziggy, thank you for letting me be on this and embarrass me. Is myself. this where we drop the image? <laughs> 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 yeah. Before the episode, we were uh, talking about uh, Ziggy's mankini from Zenosopso Three. <laughs> yeah, that time he went snorkeling and then went into um, his robot. I forget the name of his robot. Was it which? What was it? It was ES Seven. Yeah, that one. That was Momo's one. Yeah. 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 I have named my computer Zebulon. That's the name. That's oh, the wow, that's name awesome. of my computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Ziggy or AKA Jan Sauer or AKA um, Ziggy. My dad. <laughs> AKA your dad. My dad. <laughs> Everyone's dad. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's a. Uh, Cyborg that was brought back to life due to the uh, life recycling program and or oh life recycling act I'm sorry because uh, yeah. I'm I'm awful and I I don't know if I say Ziggy was one of my favorite characters but I I, I have a Wikipedia like entry up <laughs> so I could remember some That's of the good. things about her. yeah no it's a, it's an open book test <laughs> so I, I just I just finished rewatching all the good scenes so it's pretty fresh in my memory oh that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't watched the cutscenes in a while because I yeah I have them I have them saved like at least all the ones that I are cried to my again. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sending a hug through the uh, microphone. Group, uh, hugs. group hug. Group hug. <laughs> yeah, group hug. The ending always gets me. It's oh just, god, yeah. I, I just can't watch the ending without crying. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Would would anyone want to like do an overview of Ziggy? Because I don't think I'm qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm qualified either. Yes, you are. No, no. I'm gonna <laughs> ramble and I'm gonna sound stupid You're and the most qualified person. You, y- yes, okay. you, you really are. <laughs> okay, you're probably gonna have to edit me out a lot because I don't talk very good. I'm bad at talking. <laughs> I, I, I understand. I'm, I'm bad at talking, too, so it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Our it's standards fine. are not very high here. <laughs> so feel free to, like, chime in and correct me if I go off the rails here. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about, like, my favorite character from anything ever, but, you know, no pressure. <laughs> no, do no pressure. <laughs> I don't know. How much should I go into his story, like, in, like chronologically or chronologically in terms of the game? I guess we or... could go by chronology or something. Oh, okay. God. Start at the beginning. The beginning of, like, the beginning of episode one? Or <laughs> the beginning of a whole <laughs> Ground us. How about start with episode one? Yeah, okay. So yeah. he's basically, um, um, oh, God. I'm trying to... <laughs> You can do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's gonna be okay. 
<laughs> okay, I apologize for my awkwardness. I'm glad that like the the redness of my face can't be transmitted to the internet right now. Because if this was a video call, you'd have to like turn down the saturation or something. Um, yeah, so he's basically assigned to rescue Momo from uh, Utic on uh, the on Pleroma where she's being held. Um, so he goes there and he rescues Momo and he fights Margulis. I'm I'm just like I'm not explaining this well. <laughs> Margulis is cool though. I like Margulis. Can you explain? Well, it's also it's also that that whenever he gets a mission, that's where you get to know a bit how he's like he's been recycled. And yeah. All that stuff. Right. Yeah. So his briefing is pretty um, informative. Like they they were talking why about. Why don't you explain yeah. why he takes missions that are almost guaranteed to fail? Because he wants to die. <laughs> I mean, we should probably put a suicide like trigger warning on here because he's like he basically is trying to eliminate his own existence because his memories of the past are too painful. And he either wants to do that by like getting himself killed during a mission, which is really hard for him to do because he has like a safety mechanism that prevents him from actually sabotaging himself or like as compensation for rescuing Momo, what he wants is that they erase all of his memories so that he doesn't remember being human and it's basically just like an autom- automaton, like a like a machine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, you know, big mood, but <laughs> um, basically he just doesn't want to have a consciousness anymore kind of thing. Like... Right, and it's kind yeah, of yeah. He's being brought back against his will yeah, and stuff, so. yeah, because yeah, he died from suicide in in his previous life, and he didn't want to be brought back. But he kind of that was the law that he had to be because he signed up as an organ donor. Which, right, yeah. And also doesn't help that um, like when he meets Momo, he starts having flashbacks of you know his previous life. Um, and, yeah, and he's constantly reminded of it, and there's all these flashbacks of his family that he unfortunately you know lost and. Lost very tragically, yeah. like extremely tragically. Yeah, I remember like, the first shit. time he, the first time he meets Momo, I think that's when he has the first flashback of his son or something. Yeah, the son yeah, she, the Voyager. Yeah. There's a dog yeah, she, like, too. Met- <laughs> the dog, yeah. Speaking of and dogs, the dog too. yeah, because because Momo's like, oh, your name is Ziggurati. That sounds like a model number. Let's call you Ziggy, Ziggy instead. Yeah. Does that sound like a puppy's name? <laughs> and and then he has this whole flashback of giving his son a puppy, and it's really sad. And he's like call me whatever you want <laughs> i don't know i might be paraphrasing but that's what i remember no that's that's pretty spot on <laughs> yeah but yeah no i'm like yeah so so he meets momo when he goes to rescue her and his, his plan originally is like okay i'll just you know save this kid and then and then as compensation for that they'll erase all my memories and i could just be like a robot forever and it doesn't really matter but then like he kind of gets caught up in the whole thing that Momo is a part of and Shion and Cosmos and the others are a part of and now he's like you know not maybe not wanting to erase all his memories anymore because he's got friends and stuff yeah but that that's going further though because technically it takes a while for him to get there oh yeah like yeah. as far as far as episode two goes as well like yeah yeah I mean it's kind of with... like sorry let me interrupt but <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. It's that that's kind of like across the whole series. That's yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, in episode two, I remember like Junior having a, 
conversation with him. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, like, I feel like Momo would be sad if yeah. you know, you'd leave or something, if you want life extinction. Ah, extinction. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Like, that he could get it and stuff, but he didn't want to still at that time. Yeah. But you're just like, well, if you if you want to have it later, you know who to call. <laughs> just... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of like a long process for him to go from, you know, yeah. not wanting to exist or feel anymore to being like, you know, where he is at the end where yeah, you know, he's more Yeah, but I feel like a peace. lot of it, a lot of it came also from Julie. Uh, <laughs> Cuz I mean, yeah. It started from him trying to get her to talk to Momo again. Yeah. And then slowly her, like, kind of reopening up and stuff in episode two, a little bit. Like, yeah. she was trying to do some steps and stuff. And Yeah, and I thought that know. was really cool. I really liked the dynamic between the three of them and how they all kind of s- sort of brought out the best in each other and kind of helped each other yeah. to, to, you know to be better and 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 and, yeah. and junior kept him dropping <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that was yeah. that was funny <laughs> yeah it was yeah. nice how their dynamic slowly became that of a family which is yes. which really nice yeah yeah <laughs> and it's the yeah. it's, it's really playing that um you know, Saga, there's a lot of really damaged people, and you see how all three of them, how badly all of them are damaged, and they 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 come together and they they create something positive that, that yeah, e- yes. each of them grow from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I know a lot of a lot of um stories kind of deal with the theme of like found family and chosen family and all that sort of thing. And that's like super relevant to me personally. And I think in, in Xenosaga, like that particularly like it just really um it really resonated with me so i think that's why it's like such an important thing to me uh, why i like it so much <laughs> just, yeah yeah I'm, that's I'm not, it's yeah. also really important I'm not to me very articulate but word <laughs> <laughs> no you're fine you're fine completely okay yeah sorry I'm like, <laughs> you don't have to apologize for anything here <laughs> Okay, but but yeah, no, that's definitely the um sort of the family dynamic between the three of them is is probably one of my favorite things about the whole entire game series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Do oh, go on. Wait, or, what? Oh, no, mind. I just said sorry. I do that a lot. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. I do too. So <laughs> <laughs> this is why we work together so well. Uh, what, when I'm not talking to any of you, half of my words are sorry. <laughs> oh god, there was this there was this part in actually in the script for Pied Piper that I always thought was really hilarious, where where Jan is talking to Sharon and he keeps apologizing, and Sharon's like, "Stop apologizing," and he's like, "Sorry." <laughs> I'm like, That's relatable. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> you can keep talking. I'm so something that um I kind of thought was interesting about Ziggy is uh, his code name, or rather his model number is like Ziggurat Eight. So yes. the eight being that he was the eighth type of cyborg that they're, that they were making by yeah. Zigarat Industries, and I think that I always found that to be kind of an interesting concept of how they were essentially reanimating old like dead people and then turning them into robots. 
And eventually, um, a law was passed. I, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called the, the Species Preservation Act that was passed so that they could no longer legally produce any more robots like Ziggy. Or rather, cyborgs. Yeah, they they can no longer produce anymore like him. Cause yeah, yeah, because of the 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 life recycling law was like repealed at some point, so they stopped. Mm. And I think I I forget exactly when the company that made him went out of business, but I think they they were kind of old by the time that that came around too. So he's like he's like super outdated already. <laughs> Yeah, and he's the last one. Uh, Type eight's the last one that they were that they made before that law came into play. So yeah. what you're seeing here is essentially like the pinnacle of of their work. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought of that, but yeah. Now, um, I don't remember if this was ever touched on in the game. Did we ever really get to see the other models? No, not no. that I know of. No, I I wondered about no, that a we, lot, we but we did no. not. I don't think so. Because huh, that that would be kind of cool. Like if we got to see, like what a type. Honestly, in the games, in the games, they they barely covered his backstory. Yeah. They covered it on surface and showed a bit of things, slightly more in tree, but it was still very vague and not really yeah. like detailed. Like if you want details, you have to go read that. Pied Piper, Piper, yeah, yeah, Piper, yeah really. Like even his whole backstory was just like a like a database footnote in the last game, which kind of made me sad yeah. and mad, and was partly why I wrote the spite fanfic. But I, I found the I found the 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 part where he apologizes like fifty times. <laughs> I put it That's in the funny. chat. <laughs> it's also kind of funny how um, he is thirty. And he looks damn good for thirty, and also, yeah, and also like, of course, because anime. If you're older than twenty five, you're old. That's what Junior calls him. <laughs> yeah, well, he looks no, thirty, but he's man, actually like a hundred and thirty. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, like, well, he died when he was thirty, right. and yeah, and then he came back to life and lived for another hundred years. So I guess he looks pretty damn good, just for his age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes back to the swimsuit. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <Dead> ass. <laughs> I mean, hey, if I make it to 130 and I have that body, I'll be very happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right, do we animate me as a robot? All right, what were we saying, Tyler? <laughs> oh no, I didn't know if we wanted to actually go into like since we've hinted at Pied Piper, maybe we should go into the specifics of it? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, we, we could do we that. We could yeah. do that and come back afterwards a bit toward some parts of Two and Tree. I think oh, it yeah. would make a bit more sense. Though I, did, I didn't manage to read everything, so I'll leave the ending of that <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't read the whole thing. But, I know like what happens. I've read summary a summary of it, but uh, yeah, I, I'm yeah. actually still in the middle of reading the scripts of it. But go ahead, spoil it. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can. Yeah, we, we we can do that. I'm sorry. I'm like, blah. All right, so we're gonna talk about his backstory now. Um, yeah. So let's see. Um, oh wait. So has anyone a else officer or something? Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone else read the whole thing? Because I don't want to like get it wrong. Someone's got to fact check me because I'm. Um, I read I it like, a, like one or two times. I read it once, maybe over ugh, over ten years ago now. 
Yeah. So it's it's been a while, but I did enjoy it. <laughs> but yeah, I I've a read it hazy. once or twice. Yeah, I've I've gone back over it um once or twice at least, and referred to it a couple of times when I was doing research. So I'll try to I'll try to sum it up um as clearly as possible because it was pretty there was a lot in there that the games didn't like the the main trilogy didn't even start to get into like mm-hmm. i think i think voyager talks like once in 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 episode 3 like ever like he says he has like one big villain monologue and then in the spoiler actually but... he speaks a bit i think okay chew and and she oh, does he? twice. Okay, yeah. I I can only remember like the one time when you confront him in the in uh at, at near the end where he just goes into that whole spiel. But yeah, yeah but it's in like the, in in three there was also that part after the cosmos comes back. I think. Oh yeah. I, I think he says a little bit like at the end. Yeah, when he's trying, he just like busts in and tries to steal cosmos. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, th- a lot of. Like, he just seems like a two-dimensional or, like, one-dimensional villain with no real motive other than, I'm just going to be a dick to Jan. Um, but he really had a really interesting backstory. And I feel like it's it's hard for me to talk about Ziggy without also talking about Voyager. Cause mm. they, yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's see. So, basically, 100 years ago... Um, Jan and his co-workers are uh, part of the Galaxy Federation police. Um, we should probably mention uh, Lactus. Oh, Lactus, yeah, he's a realian. And, wink, um, wink, just yes. for later reference. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like, Lactus is mentioned it at the end of, of episode three, and it was just like, are we supposed to know this guy? Who but, is Lactus? Who's, you're that Lactus? What Lactus? <laughs> I don't know this guy. But yeah, he was he was part of the the um of, of Jan's unit and there were there were a couple other characters who are more or less significant for various ways, but um they were investigating a series of terror or cyber terrorist incidents over the UMN um and this guy Voyager was behind it. And Voyager also had ties to a bunch of other, like, ties like Yuriev and Udu and all the, you know, Ormus, the immigrant fleet and all that stuff was kind of tangled up in there. But it turned out that Voyager was actually this guy, Eric, who was also in the same unit as Jan and was working on the same case, but was kind of like also being a terrorist at the same time yeah. and <laughs> yeah so it was crazy it was, it was it was crazy yeah um so um geez how can i even describe what voyager was doing i researched this i should know um but he was basically manipulating the the so-called people of zohar on the planet um abraxas which later became mictum and um kind of uh well other than killing them kind of just like uh he was. I think he was trapping the souls or something. Yeah, yeah. Something basically, like he that. would he would kill them and he would trap their consciousness inside of his working memory that he had constructed on the UMN, which he had to do because he was like actually a hundred and fifty years old, not twenty something, um, and Whoa. he had some kind of neurological disorder that made him have to be online all the time. <laughs> so like Voyager was extremely online and he was like harvesting people's consciousnesses because he accidentally got too online and he met Udu 
on the UMN. And when he came into contact with Udu, who was at the root of the UMN, he received this vision of the end of the universe. Um, and it freaked him out so much that he decided he was going to... Um, he was going to save people from the horror of death and the end of the universe by killing them and storing them in his mind. And that was Voyager's whole MO. He like um he's he's he experienced something that like was incomprehensibly horrible. So he sort of turned into this like depraved, like pseudo-religious guy, uh, mass murderer out of this kind of almost like deluded savior complex and um, he got involved with a lot of other things. Like he was, he was like friends with Yuriev for a while, and they had something going on. And then, like technically, he made some sort of contract with Udu that he was like being used as Udu's observation terminal for a while, or something like that. And anyway, so um, I'm I'm explaining too much about Voyager. No, Voyager. not enough. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. A lot, but I can't explain it very well, and I'm butchering it no you're but fine no, no so far it's good <laughs> so whatever reason eric slash voyager um ends up working for the federation police um while he's carrying out all these crazy terrorist attacks um and he's investigating his own crimes <laughs> um and and sort of tormenting the the other um federation police officers while he's doing it and um he also has this weird fixation with jan that like he enjoys tormenting him for some reason um and ultimately, um, <laughs> so while while they're investigating the the, the whole Voyager thing um, on Abraxas, Jan meets this doctor named Sharon, who has a son from a previous marriage, and he and Sharon fall in love while they're working on investigating the Voyager thing, and uh, they get married, and Jan becomes the stepfather to Sharon's son, and um, that that's the that's the kid who he gives the puppy to in his flashback. Um, so so he has a, he has a wife and a son now, and he's still investigating this thing. And then, um, but Sharon is one of the people, uh, the people of Zohar that Voyager is trying to manipulate for his whole deal. And um, eventually, at the at, sort of towards the end of Pied Piper, she gets um, lured in with the others to this the this whole ceremony at a cathedral where Voyager basically just kills everybody and summons the Zohar and shit goes down. Um, and so Sharon, Sharon, I'm sorry, Sharon, <laughs> Sharon and, and her son get killed in front of Jan. And vo then Voyager's like, Oh, well, um, you know, I just absorbed their consciousness into my, my internet brain thing. <laughs> so um, how about you join them and me um and let me you know take your soul too and Jan's like no <laughs> and um and then th then there's a couple boss fights and Voyager gets defeated and then he gets approached by Wilhelm who's like hey uh you should be a testament and Voyager's like okay so then then Voyager comes back as a testament and he's like, Hey Jan, you should be a testament with me and Jan's like, No. And then he then um he he commits suicide by shooting himself in the head and after that he gets revived and then yeah. That's the end of the Yeah. Did I explain that or is I rambling too much? No, you, you know explained that perfectly. 
feel free to add detail. That was like the the awkward Cliff's Notes version. I mean, there was a lot more going on. Like I barely the, even the only thing though, of, but he had um, a big deal. The only thing though, I wonder since I did not read all of it, I wonder like where does Lactus go with all of this though? Oh yeah, I think um, Elise explains that at the end. Um, like in the epilogue, like two years pass before before Ziggy is activated. Um, be- between the ending of the story and hang on let me find it because i know like i think lactus got um what was it let me me look that up real quick because he got he got he eventually became canaan but there was a thing there was a thing let me see epilogue i'm gonna look it up right now yeah that's the only thing like i don't know how it transitioned to like him becoming canaan afterwards and stuff yeah they didn't really explain how he became canaan only that he was he was part of program canaan which was supposed to like which was a program that vector and wilhelm were doing to search for um like people who had a certain type of will that that they could become a testament if if you know if things worked out a certain way so he was like so lactus was kind of like almost spying on on people like like Ziggy and later the main characters of Xenosaga uh, without really knowing it because yeah yeah um so yeah he was recalled to vector because of a defect in his central nervous system yeah so that's what lack- happened to Lactus presumably he got sent back to vector and then he became Kanan and we don't really know I guess they what... just remodeled him a little bit cuz I mean <laughs> yeah. his appearance changed a lot it seems like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he looks a lot different. I I assume that's one of the reasons why Ziggy didn't recognize him, although also because his memory's busted. But <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also interesting because I was because I'm looking through the Pied Piper wiki, and I remember there, and also I remember that there was like this kind of secretary to Wilhelm named Kayla, who was also yeah, installed also... with Program Kanan. So it's like, yeah. but she was very minor. But it's like if she has Program Kanan, that's I don't. Mm. Yeah, Kayla, and 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 I think Kayla, I I can't remember whether Kayla was like a guy or a girl. I, for some reason, it's it's a girl's name, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, Kayla, uh, yeah, was another realian who actually looked a bit like Lactus too. I think I always forget that part because like, um, I I I wasn't really paying attention to that part. But oh, yeah, no. yeah, there was there was a Kayla. So the wiki actually yeah. lists Kayla's gender as unknown. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe they didn't really specify that in the Japanese version because they can get away without like really using pronouns in the same way that English does. Right. Yeah. I also found it interesting that uh, Yuriev had like an android assistant. Yeah. And it's like, well, I guess because they, since they said. I remember in the beginning of episode one, they said how androids are kind of obsolete. So I guess maybe in this time period, androids were more prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. I think by, by the present day of Xenosaga when Cosmos is around, like um, an android is kind of seen as archaic or anachronistic, but maybe back then they were a little more, a little more common. Um, Hey Jeremy, could you turn on the music a little bit? Sorry, I'm, I'm bugging you. Alright, Jeremy has music on. Ah, uh, it's okay. Uh, um, there was, anyways, uh, there was. Yeah, oh, so, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for like expl- explaining <laughs> things badly. I feel like I'm just like like incoherent, and I apologize. No, you're fine. Uh, I was <laughs> just gonna go fine. in. <laughs> I was just gonna mention because I remember how like when I read this originally, but 
way back when. I remember it was really uh, like several parts of the story is like really darker than the main Xenosaga games. Like, like yeah. one of the incidents with Voyager was like a, a mass murder of like children embryos in a nursing plant or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was like they were they were I think technically designer children, so they were like they had some genetic modifications or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just he killed all of them. Um yeah, while while they were being incubated. So that that was pretty freaky. There was there was there was some there was some hardcore shit in there. I feel like kids got Did attacked I? a oh, lot yeah. in um Pied Piper. Yeah, yeah, there were a couple, like, I think, like, one of the first Voyager attacks that they mentioned was, like, the Goodwill Ambassadors or whatever they were. Um, They were kids, yeah, and I wonder if that kind of has something to do with the original fairy tale of Pied Piper being where where the Piper eventually took away everyone's children. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah, so, so Voyager targeting kids might have had something to do with that I don't okay know. i always wondered why they would have called it pied piper but that definitely makes sense if that's the case yeah for sure yeah yeah hang on <laughs> let me say there was something else interesting about that should we move back to the little saga tree yeah we can now that we know <laughs> all the the backstory <laughs> yeah because i think was the first time he appeared only in two i think so right near Voyager, the end of yeah. two yeah. yeah. Yeah, Voyager, yeah, towards the end, that was when, like, Ziggy freaked out. And that's well, where Ziggy lost his school. Wait. Yeah, and his arm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wasn't there, like, a brief flash in episode one that Ziggy, like... Well, you see him in the Very flashback briefly, of yeah. the kids, but I don't know if we see him in two another flashback in one. Well, there I was remember... the scene when Cherenkov turned into the Gnosis, <gasps> and yeah. it was, like, this very brief, like, flashback of, of this sort of, like, vague Gnosis thing, and he says it's oh. the same just like that day, but it's, yeah. like, it wasn't really explained, yeah. 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 So I didn't remember if that was actually, like, a glimpse of uh, Voyager, or if maybe it was something unrelated. Was it supposed yeah, to be yeah. Voyager I, with I, the Zohar? I think that was supposed to be Voyager, but they might have... I, I feel like I remember hearing that some details of, of the backstory were changed between episode one and episode two, and that mm-hmm. um, Soraya Saga um, and whoever was working on Pied Piper did some rewrites to it. So mm. like it was originally planned to be a little bit different, so that might have been a retcon. Yeah, I'm not completely sure, so don't take my word on that. No, that's okay. I think they might have changed We're also talking about a lot about Voyager, but we should also cover maybe the the family aspect that develops a bit more into and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like I mentioned earlier, the the part where with the the call about like oh maybe you should like extend your life or whatever it would make Momo happy mm-hmm. but also yeah. in that same call like he was talking with Yuli and he was trying to get her to talk with Momo and I know he tried a bit later again <laughs> yeah and she actually tried but it was really awkward and like but she still <laughs> tried to like provide provide some kind of like comfort but sometimes yeah. like she wasn't really sure at first I guess. Yeah. Though when Bobo shut down, it kind of like. That, that's the part where I think she kind of like started to open up more because mm. yeah. also, there's also the part where Junior talked to her about uh, Bobo being like 
maybe she should treat her as a second daughter and not like the same as Sakura. So yeah, I think Junior and Ziggy were kind of both trying to convince Yuri to to be yeah. a little more open with Momo, and she eventually did come around. I think that yeah, the bit with Momo's analysis and her getting hacked by Albedo or whatever and shutting down was like a big turning point. Um, yeah for Yuri that was when she kind of realized oh my gosh Momo is cutting her own connections so that she can stop this and she's you know she's yeah. she's still fighting and and um I think that's when yeah I, I think that really is a catalyst for her like the moment where she realizes I, I I don't want her to die I can't let her die I can't lose another daughter yeah and, yeah yeah that, that that I love that scene it's so intense I love it oh yeah that was one of the best scenes in episode two is just so so intense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah, sure. I'm trying yeah. to think of other parts exactly too where there's might be interaction with Ziggy as well. Like and you I think I think though like They Yuri, have a conversation towards the end, I think, after his, Yeah, towards the end I think she's the off. one fixing him. Yeah, because it was missing her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he punched a hole in the wall and lost his arm. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but, yeah, and then she, I think at that point she was still kind of, you know, trying to push him to get lifespan extension. And, yeah, you, <laughs> and, and Junior was eavesdropping again. Again, yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as far as Stu, I think that's about it since Stu was focusing a bit more on the URTVs and all that jazz. Like, we had a bit of Ziggy and those yeah. people moments, but it was often yeah. more around the URTVs. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of, yeah, a lot of that character development happened in episode two. There wasn't really much in three other than the whole Voyager thing, which was yeah. disappointing to me because I wanted to see, I wanted to see Ziggy and Momo and Yuri interacting a lot more. Yeah, than but at some time, Tree focused a lot on bringing all the elements of missing years and like yeah. other things together and then like showing you the entire past yeah in, like in full detail for you to get everything and get mind blown <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was pretty mind blowing and um the stuff with Xion's past was really interesting yeah i just felt like some of the the supporting cast had these loose ends that were either resolved really quickly or just mm -hmm. left hanging yeah, it was a little disappointing. But yeah, I think his his only big part in episode three was more like whenever they reach victim. I think. Yeah, I don't. I I'm trying to remember from what I've seen not so long ago if there was something else. But I think most of the rest in Saga three was focusing more on Xion the past and like all of that. Hoodoo jazz and you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> wave existence and all that stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, well, going back to episode two, I'm sorry. Um, no, but okay. there, um, I remember there was a part um, when they were inside Momo's encephalon um, at the Yuri of Institution, where it it seemed like um, Ziggy kind of related to Albedo in a way, like he. Um, because it, it yeah, was he probably... Was, he, it... Sorry. Oh, go on. Oh, no, you go on. No, 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 you go. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to say it as well as you do. Look, I know the part you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, because um, I think it's right after he realizes that Albedo's 
uh, immortal and but not his brothers, and he's freaking out, uh, like digging graves for his brothers. And Ziggy does that yeah. really awesome quote. Um, yeah, he just randomly becomes philosophical for like one scene. He was like, <laughs> yeah, "Wow, that was a really good quote." <laughs> you, didn't, you, yeah, he didn't really have much presence, but then he just brought that up, and it's like, huh, he's. In a way, he's kind of really relating to Albedo right now, and I thought that was interesting. Death is rest for the soul. Who was it who said that? If the body did not die, and the fears born in the mind just continued to pile up, the world would be nothing more than an eternal prison. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, it is way like he always wanted to die and it did not happen. So I guess he he gets the feeling. <laughs> yeah, because they're yeah they're both immortal and they're gonna yeah. Except Paul Beto is completely insane. But yeah. <laughs> well, well. yeah, that's yeah that's a story for a different episode. I don't know if we yeah, should you guys cover are be at least one entire episode about Albedo. I don't know yes. if we should cover a little bit more about Lactus slash Kanan before yeah. getting to the Zosaga tree part because just oh, to yeah. say where it's coming from, but he appears in two at the yeah. very beginning. Yeah, he's there during the Milsha conflict, right? Right. Yeah, basically at the beginning they're sh- they're they're diving to try and get that why data whatever he had mm-hmm. in his head from Jin and you you see that part where he basically was doing that mission with chaos to go down yeah. with with the Milsha conflict to save the remaining URTVs which were pretty much Mibido, Albedo and Negredo but Albedo was gone I guess <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye <laughs> but um yeah, and yeah, basically they go they go down there, and I guess yeah, that's that's where they meet Jin, and you see that whole fighting with with Margulis. That's where we could scream Uzuki if you want to. I can't scream. <laughs> scream! I can barely talk. I'll try. Uzuki! <laughs> That was good. All right. Oh, wow. But yeah, that's also how, like, you see, like, Jen somehow had some information and you were like, how did he get that (laughs) at that point? (laughs) But it was like, I have my sources. How does that explain everything? (laughs) But yeah, basically, he eventually has uh, something that he has to do, which is if we go jump back to Zosagatri, we know it was he was going to rescue Xion, <laughs> most likely. So yeah. he passed the da- data to Canon, who's also Lactus. And well, yeah, afterwards I guess Chaos and Chaos and Canon pretty much just went straight to the URTVs, they saved them and they brought them back. And afterwards and Episode two. Whenever they come back to the present, um, the other party appears. Is whenever he because he's the he's the initial pilot they use a lot with Asher, mm. and that's when he comes around and like back up the the group because they were being pursued at the beginning of the game 
by some other mix. And that's when he pretty much like bagged them up and he mentions again the stuff with Rubido, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to think. But for the most part he he stays a lot with with the group. But I think he starts to be more revealed whenever that stuff with the missing years appears and stuff like that because he cooperates with Xion, Skiantia and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah, Skiantia so, yeah, is another thing that was kind of formed as a result of the whole Voyager thing back in Pied Piper. Mm. Um, it was founded by uh, Melise. I, th- I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Melise. Melise. However. Um... <clears throat> who was also one of the she was also in the the police department that was investigating Voyager and she actually she witnessed that the whole thing at, at the end with the, with the cathedral and everything and the um and then she went on to to form Scantia um to sort of address the issues with the UMN that Voyager had exploited basically yeah, yeah they, I'm not going into it in very much detail but that kind of yeah, that this kind of significant. But idea. yeah, afterwards, afterwards they like in missing year, which is between two and three, like where Xion pretty much quits Vector. Like they were, they were pretty much like researching all that stuff too, because yeah. and the Gnosis phenomenon, the UMN, and all that jazz. And yeah. Canon was helping them, but I think that's also, I think that's also about when. Maybe the I forgot her name. The the boss of Skiantia at that time. Doctus. No, Doctus. Doctus. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a very. I think I I think that's when she resemblance to someone. Oh yeah, there's a. I remember that uh, popular theory about who Doctus might actually be. Might be. I mean, I'm sure it could be a coincidence. I thought it was, but I I don't remember it very well. Well, the theory was that um, she is actually Melise or Ortis, or yeah, the yeah, investigator that was in Yan's squad. squad. Yeah, I like I I was just sort of read it as oh it it's it's me it's Duchess my my th- actual thing it's canon that I was Melise Ortis, but I don't know <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like I feel like yeah I mean I. I I just kind of that's my head cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of other people's head cannons too, so it might be like somewhere in between canon and fanon. <laughs> gray area, but yeah, okay. I mean it's 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 otherwise it would be like her whole character design would be a v- very 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 big coincidence. Yeah, because like, I think even in her like description, Doctus like herself is an android, but. The real person that's controlling the android is in another location or something yeah. like that. So yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Another thing that someone pointed out like years ago, I think it was even on the, the, the fan translation site where there were there was speculation about it, but she Melise has a lot of attacks and things that are sort of refer to justice. Mm-hmm. Um and oh geez, what is it? Um Doctus has um, her, what is it, AMWS mm. is called Astraya. Now I can't spell it. Astraya. Yeah. Um, who is the goddess of justice. Oh. So, yeah, there's 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 a couple other things there that I'm forgetting now, but, like, 
I've I've seen some people point to like her use of Latin phrases because there was a the, before Scientia, which is Latin for knowledge or whatever. There was another organization called Veritas, um, which was like it was an acronym. There was like the truth will set you free, um, and and that was Latin. So like possibly her use of Latin phrases and her references to justice. But again, it's 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 still speculation. So we we don't that been great. If but yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I'm probably butchering by trying to say it, but you know, also just like her general yeah, appearance and her hairstyle and everything. I think it's interesting, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely I feel like they might have done that deliberately for the speculation that it would cause, but I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> I mean, purpose. I mean, Lala tends to do that often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I always thought that was very, very interesting. It's a really interesting theory. And I, and I theory. wish we had found out more about it. Yeah, I wish, yeah, at least, like, her and uh, Ziggy, I wish they had, like, a, a conversation or something. <laughs> That's where I'm with the fanfiction. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> fanfiction solves everything. Yes, it Ooh, does. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think that she felt a bit about the project canon within the missing year, if I'm not mistaken, and that yeah, they, right. they talked about it again in three afterwards a little bit. Yeah, didn't she? She didn't. Did she actually talk to Kanan at one point? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She talks to him directly and says yeah. pretty much like, like I know of this, and it, she pretty much tried to provoke him to see if he does know, but then she sees that he doesn't know directly it's something working on, like yeah. the back of his head or something mm-hmm. but she pretty much hand him over the data and she pretty much says if you interfere with us like you're, you're dead basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty harsh yeah yeah, yeah that's but- something that's very different about her versus Melise like she's very doctors is very calculating and not at all naive like Melise was very yeah naive naive and, and sort of idealistic so i mean if 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 they are the same person it could be sort of like a you know kind of a reflection of how much her character changed as mm-hmm. a result of of what she witnessed but yeah it's yeah. she had a, she <laughs> had a know, rough again, rough hundred years <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just i think afterwards like Caden gets a bit like you can see that he's thinking about that stuff and eventually yeah. I know he has this conversation with Chaos, with chaos yeah. yeah, where he pretty much tries to see his own like why was it was he created and stuff like that and he feels a bit guilty about yeah. kind of like having that program working in the back of his uh, head yes because that's when Chaos says like one of my favorite quotes of Xenosaga around there I think because he says something of like about how he want he would think that or he tries to like live his existence for the people he cares about, but it doesn't necessarily mean it'll make everybody happy. One's reason for existing—that's a difficult question. I'd like to think it's for the people I care about, for everyone, but my existence doesn't necessarily mean people will be happy. Yeah. So that, that was yeah. a uh, that was a really good, really good scene. Yeah, for sure. But 
that's where we pick up to the parted victim, where Ziggy starts being like, I recognize this place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because eventually they go back to um to Mictum, which used to be called Abraxas, and and then like Diggy's acting all weird and squirrely, and Junior's like, "Yo, what's what's the matter with you, old man?" And he's like, "I think I know where the Zohar is." And then Junior's like, like, "What? You knew all along?" <laughs> no, my brain is messed up. I just remembered it now. <laughs> I haven't defragged in a hundred years. <laughs> And that's the the Archon Cathedral. That's that is that the yeah. same cathedral as Pied Piper. Archon Cathedral. Yeah, that's Ooh. yeah, that's it. Archon is like a neighborhood on or or a city or a neighborhood on planet Abraxas, aka Mictum, and that was yeah, that was where his family was killed. So mm. it's um, it's a fun place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In due time, they get there and. Basically, that's where Voyager is. He's just like waiting there. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like this is the place of the the beginning or whatever, and like blah 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 all that jazz. But he starts saying a bunch of crap. <laughs> bunch of crap, yeah. Well, it's accurate. I mean, it's like everything Wayne just says, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, and that's like that's like the the most long winded spiel he has in the entire series, and it's just like right before you kick his ass. Yeah, like, blah blah blah. But yeah. yeah, I think I think it's mostly like he managed to provoke Ziggy again. And <laughs> of <they> course. <laughs> They pretty much fight in a solo fight with like what I found funny about this whole cutscene where they fight each other is that you had like the other mechs just sitting in the background yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on guys, help him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, people <laughs> just like Voyager grabs his face and just like smashes him into the floor. Yeah, That's the okay, we'll just watch with popcorn, you know. <laughs> we'll just let them do I their mean... own thing. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, though, I, I guess, well, Ziggy is a cyborg and everyone else is, for the most part, mostly human. Unless, I mean, I guess Cosmos could have done something, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Cosmos. <laughs> but I think, I think uh, the one that did go out to help was Junior, I think, a little bit at some point. He, he seems <laughs> like he's the like the first one to help, because I remember during the Cosmos and Talos fight, like, he was, like, the only one, or the first Cosmos and Talos fight, he, like, started like shooting at Telos and it's like yeah one but of you. sometimes Junior Junior is the kind who's like hot blooded so we just like yeah. oh, fighting mm. yes. yeah. <laughs> there's a fight but, like, if, if, but also like if his <laughs> friends are in danger he jumps in without thinking so mm. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, yeah I think he helped but then then they started to talk about this whole uh Canaan thing because Voyager at some point stopped saying crap and started to say something about Lactus and like Ziggy went like what? You know, and the others were like what? And then you had just Canaan that was like super serious and I think that's that's where he explained a bit more about 
like Lexus being technically canon with the Project Take Canon thing. And yeah. he's like, so what, you didn't know or something like that? <laughs> just <laughs> just to make him suffer. You know? Yeah. And then I think that's where Junior kind of go apeshit and just like, what, you betrayed us, blah, blah, blah. You watched us this whole time. <laughs> just And like, yeah. Kenneth's just pretty much like, yeah, it's true, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't really say like, that it's because of a program in his head at first. Like, he really acts like he really betrayed them because I guess that's how he feels. Mm. Yeah. Poor Kanan. Yeah, poor him. But then, like, you have Kanan that starts uh, offering to, like, or pretty much saying that you'd like to maybe become a testament and all that jazz. And, like, in, in return, you could give great power to, like... Voyager because of yeah, something. He, he kind of tricks Voyager into. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. basically he tells him like, "Oh, I'll give you great powers. I'm connected to like." Wasn't the it the compass of, order. Compass of order. order? Yeah, yeah. And basically, he connects him, and well, it was pretty much a trap because nothing can touch the compass of order without going bye bye. <laughs> so <laughs> you touched something that was never be touched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, and that's where Voyager was pretty much disappearing, and well, Canon slash Lactus along with it. But you still managed to talk a bit to Ziggy and the others, and like apologize and blah blah blah. So just yeah, it was still a pretty like emotional scene. But sometimes, like when you don't have so much of background, it's like. Uh, what? Like, do do <laughs> yeah, definitely Kanan kind of suffered. Yeah, he kind yeah, of suffered from lack of development. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think like a lot of that scene, the emotional impact of that scene was really diminished by not knowing uh, the backstory to it. Like, since Pied Piper wasn't released in the US, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. having that information beforehand really kind of dimmed yeah. some of the yeah, intensity for me. Yeah, it did for me as well, especially in, I remember Saga too, like, you see Kanan, like, right from the get go. And I remember thinking to myself, like, who's this guy? Yeah, yeah. But uh, to be honest, I was still sad because I kind of really liked the guy. I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I don't want him sad. to die. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, he, he, he died a hero death. And I mean, he freed himself from his curse, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I always thought it was so sad at, at the end, like after Kanan disappears and Ziggy's just standing there like, I failed yet again. Yeah, like, he, he felt just, yet again to protect someone yeah. he liked. Yeah, and I feel like he personally didn't, like, maybe didn't fully find closure in that moment and just had to deal with that for the rest of his life that, you know, probably he, he found some peace with it. But it was just kind of, it was kind of bittersweet. It was yeah. like, he didn't really even have the chance to settle his own score. Um, right. Kind of like his former subordinate had to do it for him, and that must have that must have stung a little bit. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, the terms with it. Yeah, at the but, same time, yeah. Voyager could not really be killed by anything. So I yeah. think what what Kanan did was pretty much like the only the thing. only way yeah. he could have killed yeah. him. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Closure wise, it sucks, but yeah, it's yeah the only way they probably could have done it. Yeah. But at least now he knows that I don't, you know, Voyager won't cause any more problems. He's gone forever. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he gets to go home and have a second 
chance at having a family and a dog. Yes, the ending is nice stupid. So. <laughs> I was so happy that, like, both him and Momo made it back okay. That, yeah. you know, it's just they could make that family with Yuli and, like, how Momo would help Skyansia, like, to try and redo a sort Rebuilding of network. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I did like that. I I I liked <laughs> I liked that little moment in the ending, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was that was good. Oh, and they. Oh, they and make... also how sorry how Bobo Bobo kept the dog from Junior yeah, as well. That's what I was, that's what I was about to say. They basically adopted Alfie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> well, except the real Albino is sleeping with a junior, so he's basically doing the trip with him. Just eventually, <laughs> Albino's gonna wake up in him and be like, "What the hell? Where am I? <laughs> Why'd you name a dog after me?" <laughs> <laughs> that little dog is pure evil. No. <laughs> no, he's so sweet to be evil. But yeah, it's just like Junior is traveling with the others afterwards, so like Albino's pretty much like. This yeah, mind at that point, so that's why I mentioned like maybe eventually you'll wake up and you'll see that they're in the middle of nowhere and be like, the crap, <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's basically the story of Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I think we covered everything we could. I mean, yeah. the, I the thing with Ziggy is that like they don't cover a whole lot except in, in the games. Uh, yeah, I can pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just, they they don't cover a whole lot, and I find it a bit sad. I think it would have been nice to have a few more background flashbacks from him or something. Yeah, like yeah. even even when like when they mentioned that whole Lactus thing, I think <sighs> it would have been cool to see like. Maybe you see the when Lactus yeah. was Lactus or something like that, you know? Yeah, like he didn't get any flashbacks. And even there. even he like at so that boring. moment, like they talk about this whole scene of where mm-hmm. like his family died there, but we never really saw this scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although and, and it that, might have been a bit too hardcore. Yeah, that, that would have been probably they would have gruesome. removed all of the blood because American version had no blood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of did that for the you know, whole scene. No, that's one scene with like, Shion that makes no dying. sense. <laughs> yeah. Shion's yeah. uh, parents dying and, like, Albedo doing I have to thing. put it back. What do you have to put back? Seriously, the first time I saw that scene, I was like, why is it focusing on her head? What's happening? <laughs> then I go, I go <laughs> still on YouTube, the Japanese version, and I'm like... Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I've heard like I don't know who said this a long time ago, but there's like some like people trying to theorize like ways to justify the censorship is like Shion's holding the spirit of her mother in her hands, and she wants to put the spirit <laughs> back in. But reach. it was just blood. It was just blood. <laughs> Alright, well, getting back to Ziggy, um, something we've brought up in other character episodes, well, I wish we had brought it up in Xion's episode, but, like, the voice acting for Ziggy. Um, I love Richard Epcar, I love him. It was was so great that he was able to play as Ziggy through all three episodes when other characters weren't so lucky. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And it's it's yeah, awesome. We had the same voice actor and the same like design for the whole Yeah, thing. yeah right. Right. everybody else got redesigned like three times, but they stayed the same throughout the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was really great. Um but yeah, like um Richard Epcar is so iconic and I really love that he just like stayed with the character even though the job ended. Um because, like, voice actor jobs, once you're done, you're done. Uh, yeah. And I, yeah. I do like that he uh, he returned to it. Yeah. Yeah, and I've even seen him, like, on Twitter and stuff, like, post that Ziggy was, like, one of his favorite roles, which was really, really cool that he, nice. like, mentioned that. <sighs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I follow him on Twitter, I don't think he follows me on Twitter, but he follows me on Instagram, and he's liked some pictures of my 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 dog. <laughs> oh my god! That's great. <laughs> so I feel very very honored. That's awesome. <laughs> that is a great honor. <laughs> <laughs> and he he like he wishes everyone happy birthday on Facebook on their birthday, like all his Facebook friends. Aww. He wishes them happy birthday. So he's he's wished me happy birthday several times. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's cool. He's a cool guy. I like him. Okay. And the other, uh, well... I met him at a convention once. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was years ago. Like I think it was two thousand eight or whenever he was at Otacon, like ten, eleven years ago. And I got his autograph, but I didn't really say much to him besides, "Oh my god." <laughs> 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 I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. But yeah, it was, it was cool. <laughs> to be fair, I think if I would have met him, I would have been like freaking out too. Because like he's, yeah. he, he, had, he has a really good voice and like his role for Ziggy was really amazing. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Well, and then I, the anime had a different voice actor, but they, they basically changed everybody. Um, yeah. You know, I think the though, voice actor who. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. From, from what <laughs> I've ahead. seen, they seem to have tried to get voice actors that were pretty close to the voice range of the ones from the original yeah. game. So it's not yeah. that bad, really. <laughs> yeah, the guy they got for him in in the anime was actually, I think, he also did a character that I like in Borderlands. Oh really? And I found that out. Yeah, I found that out while I was really into Borderlands, so I had to go back and watch the dub for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was a really weird overlap, and I was freaking out about that too. So it wasn't Richard Epgar, but it was another guy I liked. <laughs> so That's weird. just awesome coincidence, though. <laughs> I know. I I was losing my shit about it. <laughs> I I uh, I went on this whole rant on Tumblr about how it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah. amazing. So I mean, you know, even though it wasn't the same guy, it was still pretty cool. Still really good, but yeah. And while well, that also reminds me of like one of my favorite scenes from the anime, which is kind of few and far between, but um, when you first uh, when uh, Ziggy and Momo get on board the ship, Ziggy and Cosmos have that little fight. And oh yeah, it's, it's so epic and awesome. I mean, it's short, <laughs> but. It's like I I never knew <laughs> I wanted a Ziggy and Cosmos fight, but I I approved of it. 
<laughs> yeah, that was like pure fan service. There was a lot of fan service in the anime. Yeah, but uh, honestly, yeah. like, yeah, in the anime, uh, Ziggy and Momo were already in the ship when, like, Cosmos yeah. and the others enter. And, like, since Cosmos was pretty much forceful into getting into the ship, <laughs> well, he was like, I'm gonna intercept the intruders and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But thankfully, she unstopped that. Because otherwise, <laughs> I think Momo would have been squashed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because Momo placed yeah. herself in front of Ziggy and then, like, she in front of Momo. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely do a watch party of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're planning on it. A lot of fun. Yeah, I would really like to. <laughs> Like, even I kind of want to jump in on that, even though I'll be, like, sort of, like, screaming the entire time. <laughs> because they killed Drank. Yeah, yeah, I, like, any time that Virgil shows up in any scene that I remember Drink of uh, being in, uh, like, the, in the back of my head, uh, that scene from the Harry Potter movie, I'm just like, how dare you stand where he stood! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that made me so mad. Too. Yeah, so I, I have to like mute myself until Virgil dies in the anime, which I don't know when that is. <laughs> he dies when the he dies in the anime when I think it's when like the the foundation gets attacked. By the yeah, it's yeah. it's like episode eight or nine or yeah, so, he lives a lot longer than he should, and, it, and that was like one of the most jarring things. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Cat, you don't have to mute yourself because we can both scream about it. You just like scream instead. It's okay. It's gonna be funny. Yeah. Okay. I can yeah. at least be entertaining while I'm in pain, and actually, not as much pain as. But it's it's funny when I say I'm in pain, um, because um, like uh, I was really looking forward to seeing Cherenkov's anime sequence like just animated and we was robbed son we were yeah yeah i mean yeah i think i don't fully remember but i think they don't they fully like skip over in a cathedral ship or something yeah 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 and that was one of my favorite parts in episode one aside from like everything with ziggy i love the cathedral yeah especially like that that part was really like it was really yeah, heavy, point. and it's where also, like, they discover that Gnosis are basically people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they totally, yeah. Like, that was an important scene. It was a really important scene, and they just completely cut it out of the anime. But at the same time, like, I can understand to some extent, but at the same time, because, I mean, it would have been probably too much time in the show to put yet another place, but at the same time, like, well, you kind of needed at least that reproduction of that specific scene, at least somewhere else or something. Like, yeah. something happening so that this scene is there because it's important. <laughs> well, I think yeah. the the scene with, like, Betty was still in the anime. It just didn't have as much impact or, I don't know. Oh, Betty, the, the, the Gnosis <laughs> chick. Yeah. yeah! Which, I don't know why I remember a random character's name that has no importance on the oh, story. Oh, good for that Betty! No, I remember Betty. That was like, that was like, that was so hard hitting in the game, though. Just oh, like, yeah. Like, like, Betty, and she's like half Gnosis and half human. It's just like so freaky. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was almost like Final Fantasy VII-ish. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, like Genova. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just like, 
icky chills, you know, like that that kind of horror. Yeah, like the the, yeah. the body yeah. horror, the cool. the thing hooked up to the mouth, like that that yeah. gets me every time. Yeah. That that really unsettles me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was intense. That was really intense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ziggy. Right. Yeah, Ziggy. <laughs> um, is there anybody? <laughs> Yeah, sorry, we got a little sidetracked there. That's okay, oh. off-topic's fine. So actually, um, good. we spent a lot of time like speaking about his story and you know his importance to the, to the plot. What about playing as Ziggy? Did any of you actually use him in your party a lot? And like, do you feel like? <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, I use him all the time. Like, I used much. him from time to time because the tree bias I use in battle was usually Junior Chaos and Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> but I would sometimes swap Kale, uh, not Chaos, but the Junior for him because he's more tanky and like in some battles it was a bit better, like for the tankiness because sometimes Junior can be a bit uh, easy to kill. <laughs> <laughs> but Junior had also his perks, but it's just that like he didn't have a whole lot of defense compared to Ziggy. Yeah, I don't really have a particular strategy when playing games. Um <clears throat> so I just used him and and like Momo and one other character for the entirety of episode 3 whenever whenever I could form my own party just cuz I liked them. Yeah, well, um, it's it's the same for me for Junior Chaos and Cosmos because yeah. I liked them so it's just like I want to play with them. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. when I played um I was uh Z Cosmos and either Momo or Chaos most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Thinking with Chaos is that he's a good healer for the group, and he has like some, like depending on the games, like sometimes he has Enchant. I think that can put elements on people, and I know in Zeno Saga too, especially, was really helpful. <laughs> Well, the thing about Ziggy, like in episode three, I love playing him against human enemies. Yes. That's yes. <laughs> the choke. You, yes, the choke where you basically so, snap at him, he's next. So, so here's the funny story about the, about the choke in Zenosaka 3. Um, I had a friend and I got, and I kind of like convinced him to get into Zeno. And then, and then he started dating somebody who also further pushed him to start playing Zeno. And mm-hmm. he was at Zenosaka 3. And, <laughs> He what he would do is he would play Ziggy and he would mm-hmm. use choke and because it, he thought the animation was so funny when he's like choking people he would take a screenshot every time he choked someone <laughs> so, <laughs> so he had like a folder of like Ziggy choking people <laughs> you know if someone found that on my computer they'd think I'd have a thing <laughs> I remember Permantis was taking requests for choked characters. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day oh yeah I remember him swapping out character models and that was, yeah that, that I was, loved that that was fun and everybody had their OTP do the, the one dance attack that was chaos oh, great the... I still have those screenshots <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but... kind of felt gameplay wise Ziggy got done a little dirty because they kind of made each character, especially in episode one, they kind of made each character really strong against one particular species, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. One particular type, like Biognosis or Mech. Yeah, and Ziggy was really good, like really, really good against uh, other like human-type uh, enemies. Mm-hmm. 
there were none towards the end of the game. <laughs> right. Like, you get to the end of the game, and it was all either mech or gnosis, and Ziggy was useless. <laughs> Story of my life. I ended up not using Ziggy, but not because I didn't like him, just because he was useless against those those types of enemies. That's exactly how I felt with episode one. Um, I didn't really get a whole lot of use out of him. Like, outside of when you first got him, I remember I used him, but I was like, oh, hey, he's got, you know, more health and more defense. But then as, like, the game went on, I found him to be a lot less useful. He was kind of useful in episode two. I think I remember swapping him out a few times. But episode three, I used him a lot more because Choke was just so broken and useful. <laughs> yes, I always felt bad when I used it on Shion. <laughs> 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 wow. Rest in peace. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess with that, uh, is there any other final comments on Ziggy? He's badass. Yes. <laughs> well, that Robocop. Anime Robocop. Yeah, Anime Robocop. The what Anime of Robocop Dad. <laughs> I like his legs. His legs are cool. I want legs like that. Legs for days. <laughs> legs for days. <laughs> Him stick the leggy out. Really far, and, and I'm like, not to bring up the mankini again, but um, it's awesome. Not bring it up. It's awesome how in episode two his swimsuit was just basically like a snorkel and an Xbox. Yeah, yeah, the green. Yeah, it's like an Xbox. So it's like, Siggy, that's not something you wear at the beach. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll uh, I'll change things up. And then he changed. And then he went too far, or maybe not far enough. <laughs> We've gone too far. <laughs> go a little farther. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, anything else we should say? Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry for being like irredeemably awkward. No, you're. Does anybody know how he magically got his human leg back whenever he puts his swimsuit on? Um, you know, I think there was there was something in the database how, about how some combat cyborgs have like a realian body that they switch into when they're not on duty. Are you shitting like me? That. I'm pretty sure. What? I don't think that was, I don't think anyone They like, made a database entry to explain the swimsuit. I don't know if that has actually explained it, but I heard, I've heard that cited as a reason. That is amazing. Like, I think that was the reason. I think I came across it in my research. I do, don't quote me on that. I mean, no, I, I, I'm going to look up the database. I think I, I it, saw but. that as well when I was looking up Ziggy on his wiki. Because it said something about how most cyborgs would kind of like go back and forth between a realian body and their cyborg body. But Ziggy just mostly stayed in a cyborg body. Yeah, he doesn't have a vacation body. <laughs> Except he does, <laughs> apparently. Now. <laughs> Episode. Maybe he did an upgrade while we were not watching. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just had that reality body in storage the whole time and he just had to dust it off in episode three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, cigarette type 8 models typically transfer their neural infrastructure from a realian based body to <clears throat> they inhabit while off duty into their cyborg body when deployed on a mission. Ziggy, however, remains in his type 8 body at all times out of personal preference and does not require a realian body. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's in his database entry for episode 3. So, Saw it. so the, yeah. the swimsuit is explained. <laughs> He just leaves the swimsuit then on the reality. 
that instead of changing into the swimsuit, he just changes into a body with a swimsuit on. <laughs> yeah, he just leaves that body in the closet. Takes <laughs> it out and puts it off a hanger. Uh, he probably uses that when he goes on dates with you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Woo! Um, there's one thing I, I'm trying to remember, because I think in Zenokami, during Ziggy's chapter, it, he kind of, doesn't he, like, fall asleep and kind of dream about the past a little bit, or am I... Yeah, he has a flashback. He does. He has, he has a flashback there. Um, let me see if I can find that. I'm sure I have that on my computer, too. I'd probably save that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if i ever watched through all of that mm-hmm. but i'm pretty sure he there's a very brief flashback where he actually shouts out the names of his wife and son even i think oh yeah i think because uh, it's ridiculous but i think he is it i think it's when he like passes out from cosmos like attacking him very well <laughs> yeah. in quotation marks versus ziggy part two <laughs> except she was being a cat and trying to Clawed his chest for some reason. What? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's that's actually what I have the script here, and that's actually what happens. Um, Cosmo starts attacking him, and then okay, so this is it says it. And there's a note here that says it was a preview of Pied Piper that was supposed to be in episode two first. I don't know who huh? translated this. Was Carrie who translated this? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So I guess yeah, I guess that's Carrie's note, and yeah, so he's just like. So he just kind of is is ha- he has this random flashback and he's he's yelling to his family not to die and then he wakes up. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. It's so sad. One of the, one of the few sad moments in that in that game. <laughs> Weird. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> a little incongruous, but uh, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there like a background at, at some point? There's a background. Yeah, there was like a ch- <laughs> the church, I think. Yeah, I'm I, looking for it. I probably have it in my Sinokami folder. Oh yeah, I think that might be it. I don't know. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a picture of a cathedral in there. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. a that was a really nice. Look. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! What? Holy shit! What? There's like, if this if that's oh my god what what there's like. <clears throat> Hang on, is I didn't say. I'm looking at it. It's, it's a little hard to tell. It's the only picture of a church in there, right? It should be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I haven't watched the whole thing, but like, there's like, oh my god, there's like his wife and son are lying there dead at the bottom. I think. Wait, 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 it's wait. Like, it's really hard to tell. Let, <laughs> let, let me look at my Zeno comedy folder wherever yeah, I it could is. Be wrong. But it looks like there's someone lying, like two people lying there at the bottom, just like chilling there. Oh, where are you? A D S B G eighteen. Does that ring a bell? Uh, hold on, I need it. I haven't looked. I'm sorry, I'm like clearing my throat so much. Let me say. No, it's okay. Yeah, I can't tell if that's them, but it's. I gotta upload it. Ah, crap! Crap! I never really looked that closely at it. (laughs) Holy crap! You're right. Oh my god. I, I want to see this. Oh my god. Let me upload it. I'll upload it. <clears throat> Let's see this. I'll have to put this in the YouTube version. Yeah, if, if you zoom in really close. Oh wow. Yeah. Because like I think, there. I want to say in when I, 
imported this into RimPy, I think it like cuts off some of the image, so I don't know if it cuts off. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my, oh, I'm a terrible person. Uh, no. Oh. no. I literally never noticed that until just I now. didn't either. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so That's sad. So sad. Also, I'm sort of seeing the Nathan Cross there and freaking out just a little bit. I've never actually gotten a chance to see this image super up close. Oh, cool. Yeah, I always thought the like Ormus crucifix was like a different shape, but I guess it's it's evolved over the years. It's it's really it's not a clean graphic in Saga, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe I never looked that closely. No, I'm glad I brought <laughs> I up Sinokami. I I don't know if yeah. we should even show that in the episode thing whenever we mention it, so people know what, what we're talking about or. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, I'll put, we, could I'll, we could have a link to it or have it in the video. Or yeah, and for the video version? Yeah, or? I'll put it in the uh, YouTube version around this time. Nice. And for the oh. others, we could always put a link or something. Yeah. Wow. Holy yeah. <gasps> now, does anybody remember if Zeno Saga 1 and 2 added much to Ziggy? Because I know it added some scenes, but I don't know if it, like... Added much more to Ziggy's story, or you mean the one yeah. of DS? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't I played or seen more much of it. Ah, I I know. I've I've seen people do a let's play of it. Mm -hmm. Like a friend of mine on Live Journal did a playthrough of it with screenshots, like years and years ago. But I don't remember much. I don't know if there was much in there. Ah. Um, yeah, I'm. I think the the translation for one and two DS was uh, partial. The last time I tried to play it, um, mm. and like they'd only really translated the uh, the the menus and the items, and it, I like I think I got to the cathedral ship, and oh, yeah. I could not oh, progress yeah. because I didn't know how to level. Uh, I think isn't pure like sometimes working on a translation to that now. I or... think so. It's like an on and off thing. Ah, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, I have a copy of Xenosaga 1 and 2, but I've never played it. Um, yeah. I was thinking about bringing it with me to Japan, though it's not like I'll be able to absorb the language and be able to use it. Or maybe just go up to the like the, the monolith office building with it. <laughs> <laughs> Please sign this. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I have some pictures. <clears throat> sorry, I'm like clearing my throat at the. Internet. Sorry, it's oh, fine. No. It's fine. You're fine. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry for rambling. No, you're you're fine. You you were the exact person that needed to be on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I I feel honored. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> And, and I'm and I'm sorry if I if I didn't do it justice or, or oh no no you did perfectly fine just, you did great you. you backed up oh, things that you. I could not have backed up because I did not know everything <laughs> oh you helped a lot like you filled in a lot of yeah but it's mostly because I've been rewatching the cutscenes so I could like give my input on what was in the games it's just the whole like background story, I didn't see everything yet, so that's the part where you helped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, well, I hope I didn't get the background story too wrong. No, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Sometimes I have trouble explaining things. <clears throat> yeah, I think you did a Sorry. good. You did a good job. You did an amazing <laughs> job. I'm glad I was able to like bring bring you into this. 
It's my fault, everybody. <laughs> Your no, no, screen you're okay. was epic. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, Seriously, thank you so much for inviting me on. Uh, here. Oh no problem. Thanks for coming, and thank you the oh, sure. uh, thank you the few times you spoke up, Jeremy. I appreciate that as well. Thank you, Jeremy. You're welcome. That was <laughs> so fucking cute. Holy shit. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess this is probably a good time to wrap things up. Um, yep. Okay. So, um, we'll just kind of go around. If there's any projects or social media you want to share, just go ahead and go about it. Uh, first, I'll uh, give it to Justin. Honestly, I guess this time I don't really have a whole lot to say or things to plug. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty relaxing and slow time for me. Oh. Good. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Relaxing is good, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Alright, um, let's see. Ooh. Um, oh gosh, I hate. Uh, I, I, I'm having a brain fart. I'm so sorry. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Mary, do you have, what do you got going on? <laughs> well, uh, I know last episode I mentioned how I was working with Margie, but I was kind of put on hold because I was working on another cosplay too, and. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> so, uh. so, but this month for real, I'm I'm working on it now. I'm gonna work on it. Just I'm waiting for my sewing machine to come back because I technically the other reason why I didn't work on it on January is because I felt like my machine needed some tuning and some love. So, but I didn't have the budget in January because I had a con there. So I waited till now which is it's pretty much there and i should get it back this week so whenever i get back this machine i'm working hardcore with margie <laughs> i used to look forward to it yes and also the two uh I'll, thing is i did i did craft the most of the stone including the big one but since the big one i did not have an actual mold i tried to do my own but like the first time I'd say I kind of derped because I, I used Wordla to shape it, but like I was kind of rushing and I forgot to, forgot the, the whole aspect of Wordla being not exactly smooth. <laughs> <laughs> so the stone did not turn out smooth and it was weird. It was like, oh no. I tried to save it by putting some uh, transparent uh, nail polish over it to make it more shiny. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not satisfied with this stuff. I want to start over, but it's just it's it's kind of costly because I need to buy more silicone paste, and that stuff is like as expensive as a resin pack. So it's just like, ugh. oh, oh, <laughs> like uh. the resin pack is twenty five bucks, and the the smallest uh, silicone paste is like twenty five bucks too. <laughs> so, so just like fifty right there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really want to redo this stone because I don't like how it came out. But this time I think I'm going to shape uh, the initial mold out of uh, foam clay since that's a new thing that exists and that's wonderful and smooth. <laughs> that's awesome. So it's basically like working with modeling paste, but it becomes foam when it dries. Oh, that's awesome. So it's amazing. So yeah, I'll I'll work on Margie and I'll keep you guys updated and most well, likely yeah, most likely when spring comes around one day, because Quebec and snow and the <laughs> snow. Whenever spring My comes back, I'm Quebec. gonna try Yeah, yeah, I heard of that before. I'm actually from Montreal. I think he was from Montreal too, no? Yeah, yeah, Jeremy's from Montreal. Oh yeah. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, whenever spring comes back one day, 
and the snow disappear one day, I'll do a photo shoot with her. <laughs> oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. yeah, definitely share pictures. But also for this summer, like I have my friend that my friend was barred last year with me at Otakoton. Um, he's gonna join me back again for this year. But we also have two or, two of our other friends who are actually a couple. We're planning to join us as Faye and Ellie. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of, I kind of dragged them into it. But I was like, I was like, I knew they kind of wanted, wanted to do it at some point. It was like, come on, guys, you're gonna join us. <laughs> it was like, I'm gonna style your wings. <laughs> so like. What they're gonna do, they're probably gonna buy the cosplay, and I'll probably help my friend do his uh, fey armor in the front or something with foam or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool! That's great. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that group. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and especially like last year, like I think we got recognized like twice, but like I, I know one of <laughs> them lost his shit. <laughs> <laughs> even though even though my Margie was not complete, he still recognized us because, you know, Bart <laughs> Bart was complete, so <laughs> But yeah, it was cool. So that's about it for cosplay. Although I have like a ton of other cosplay plans for this year because I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we also talked about going to Katsu twenty twenty, most a lot of us now. Yeah. I kinda started that movement. No shame. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah, but it's awesome. We're gonna have, like, almost the entire Zinnel family there. Yeah. That would, be <laughs> that would be wonderful. You know, I don't think I've been to... Well, I've been to Balticon, but I haven't really been to, like, a like an anime convention uh -huh. since, like... Yeah, Katsukon is something. They Like, if you yeah. like seeing pretty <laughs> costumes, you go there. <laughs> they have but that. also, I would really love gorgeous. to go back someday. Yeah, the venue is your, amazing. Uh, and honestly, if if we were a few cosplay, if we were a few to cosplay, I'd, I'd suggest us to maybe book a photo shoot to have pretty pictures. And especially also oh, because, be I mean, the venue is so amazing. It looks like it could come straight up from, I don't know, some kind of Kukai Foundation shit. Oh, <laughs> nice. It's a great so, That'd be perfect. So I feel like right. it'd be perfect. Because it's like this giant imposing futuristic looking building <laughs> almost so that's wonderful the only thing though if if we wanted shots outside we might freeze for a little bit but it's all a matter of like keeping your coat on and like removing it while taking a picture coming back to your coat you know <laughs> <laughs> that works yeah of course i do i still have that entire cosplay i didn't let you throw that out I have beauty. I still got my Ziggy legs upstairs in the attic somewhere. <laughs> you could put them back together. Nice. You, you could rebuild them. Do it. We can rebuild if them. You want, if you want, you could patch it back with some foam clay. I assure you, it's magical. <laughs> it's, uh, it's made out of wood. It's pretty heavy. Oh. Yeah, you should you should work on making them a little more comfortable so that you can actually wear them inside the convention and they don't like kick you out for having to... to well, I can suggest you that EVA foam... And foam clay for details could be a good option because it's flexible and light. <laughs> so if you wanted to remind them out of something light, you could use that. 
I could I couldn't walk upstairs with my Ziggy cock. Oh. Jeremy, you you and you and Maddie should 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 communicate. You should exchange cosplay tips. Yeah, sure. We should, should do this. I don't have any cosplay tips. Well, I mean, you could don't learn a thing. Don't make legs out of wood. Yeah, don't make legs out of wood. Nails <laughs> poking through in, through them into your feet. Oh. He, he had like nails poking into his feet. But oh yeah, seriously, God, there's Jeremy. there's been a lot of. Uh, like a lot of materials that popped up in the last few years for crafting, like the there's multiple like thermoplastic and there's also foam and foam clay and those things. But foam clay is like really mind blowing to be honest. Like I've used it in my last project and it was like, oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> but yeah, we we can exchange some awesome. tip and we could try and make yeah. that work. Yeah, I awesome. would love that. I haven't been. I haven't been to a convention in in. One but if you guys do Yuli and like Ziggy again, we need to find a Momo man. Yeah, we need a Momo. <laughs> I want Honestly, my Momo. I'm gonna be junior. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, we need a Momo. Hey, I am short enough to be Momo. I'm I'm like short enough to be like Ziggy's stepson. <laughs> I, I'm short enough to be the dog. <laughs> No, no. But I, I could do Momo, but I, I you know what? Better. I've been agonizing on how I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be able to, to throw this Cherenkov costume together. I might just be Momo. I can see you playing hey, Momo. Be a good Momo. Cherenkov would be awesome. Yeah, yeah you would be. But yeah, you would be a good Momo. Yeah, you would. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you'd be super cute. I I I love Momo and I think she's adorable. So I think Momo this- is, you should do Momo. Momo is wonderful. And Momo is so I know, badass. I, I know so her. far uh Justin wants to do chaos and we're planning on more yeah. on, on episode three look because mm. of the fact that chaos episode three is like easier than like <laughs> it's much easier than the straps and two yeah. and like the first one is yeah. like the booby shirts. Not <laughs> 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 the booty, the booty, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Booty shorts, space Jesus booty shorts. Yeah, I don't know how badly you all want to see me in booty shorts, but <laughs> I'll do episode three because I actually really like that outfit the most of the three. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've always liked chaos in general. So I don't like, know, kind of miss how you feel about it, but uh, maybe you could do Momo from Tree as well. I think you would look really good with like episode three Momo's hair. That would be <gasps> so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. what I imagine. And I could totally hat. style that, honestly. Like, it's not really hard. <laughs> like, honestly, it would be so we're cool. probably, me and Chad were thinking of getting there on Thursday. So I imagine on Thursday, I'll probably go grab my pass and then be the wig stylist of everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay. Well, maybe we should. Uh... Jeremy, will you need a wig this time? Well, I'm not growing hair. <laughs> <laughs> I told Jeremy he could probably go as Voyager because he he shaves his head and he's always wearing black. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he could totally do a casual Voyager. <laughs> but I don't know. I really like his Ziggy costume, so it's, uh, yeah. I don't have enough bloodlust. Bloodlust? <laughs> you need bloodlust? To cosplay Voyager? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You you used to do a pretty good voyage. <laughs> just to ruin your day. Yeah, just to ruin my day. He he would do like impressions of Voyager saying horrible, unspeakable things. <laughs> it would, it would ruin my day, but actually it was it was kind of hilarious. <laughs> but uh yeah, sorry for the, the cosplay rambling. Like no, whenever okay. we get into cosplay, cosplay I just like I get lost in it. 
Yeah, we <laughs> we should though. we should all do this, and then also have a Zeno chat panel. I, it it would be aw- yes. it would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, we should do it. Yeah, well, we were thinking of doing a possible panel there, and I have a video yeah. camera, so I could like record if someone has a tripod or something. Yeah, it all depends it on, on whether or not they accept us, and you know, we'll apply when panel applications go up. But if we totally get that panel, then we need to do it in cosplay. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah, I'll wear, I'll, I'll cosplay as Alan and bring my Cosmo yes. Stolfi doll. Yes, That's we'll, awesome. we'll be able to place her on the, the table and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be a little mascot. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. That, that would be adorable. Okay, alright, so let's, um, so... So, Kat, is there any uh, projects or social media you want to plug? Uh, I'm playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV right now um, because uh, I'm I'm working overtime. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's all right. I'll be all right. My head up. <laughs> oh, hang in there, Kat. Thank you. We love you. We love you. And I love you guys too. I'm making a heart with my Aww. hands. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron, is there any like projects or social media you want to plug? I guess. Um. I mean, I guess I could. I could link you guys to my like my my website or my my Twitter or something. What about drawing with oh, Aaron? What, oh, what, Jeremy? Go on. We have a YouTube channel. You? <laughs> we oh. draw stuff on the internet, and we talk about it. We could link that down there. It's called Drawing with Jaren. With Jeremy and I draw stuff, and we talk about drawing. And we're doing a commission for Cat right now. So like, if you follow us, nice. stay tuned for that because we're excited about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> other than that, just like I, I recently redid my entire Xanosaga fan site, so that should uh, that. If anyone in their right mind is interested in in seeing my embarrassing fan works, um, should I give the address or should we just link to it? Or, I don't know. I don't know. We're probably gonna link it into the yeah. yeah I'll put it. descriptions. Yeah, yeah, I'll put the notes or the, put that in the notes <laughs> along with the, the link to your YouTube channel. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to. I don't uh, want to be like all self promotional, nah. but no, this, this is up. the part yeah. where we talk about the things that we're doing aside from the podcast. You deserve this spot. Yeah, gotta support each okay. other. Gotta support okay. each other. Yeah. Okay, word. All right, so yeah, you can even link to that if you want to. Will do. Cool. Thank you. Uh huh. Um, and I'm not really doing much uh myself these days. Um, I'm going to japan in a week so the podcast will be on hi- Ooh, cool. hiatus for a bit um but by the time this episode's out because we're like three episodes behind because we recently put out the pr- production with pure part two. Oh my god <laughs> cool. i still time. haven't listened to it didn't get the chance <laughs> i've been listening to, yeah, I, I need to the episodes back too. to back because i didn't really listen to part one i mean i was there but I forgot some yeah. of the things we discussed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, after this, um, the Melia episode's almost done. I'm hoping yes. to possibly, hopefully to get it done sometime this week. Um, uh, in our uh, 
Zenochat uh, Discord. I think it was uh, Radio Tanuki. Um, he yeah. uh, gave gave a really good suggestion about trying to like implementing because I know I, I really had fun editing the music episode like putting in all those music clips but he also suggested yeah. like putting in like voice clips of characters so i think it would be really oh, interesting yeah. to play around like maybe for this episode put in some ziggy quotes or something like that and maybe for the melia have a request yes so maybe you guys remember this in xenosaga uh the episode three uh-huh. there was a mini game <laughs> oh god the <gasps> mini game we didn't you even... could play with the different characters <laughs> where you press the you, it was like a little, it was like a little puzzle Hack game, right? you had little yeah. cubes that would move around and you had to get the characters to one point a to point B. yeah there is a clip and it is the funniest sound i've ever heard in my entire life of ziggy getting squished by a cube <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and the sound that he makes i swear to god is the funniest sound you've ever heard in I'll, I'll do i don't so. remember this but it's been ages yeah, since i, I actually played either. the games <laughs> i'll do that richard epcar earned his entire paycheck that day <laughs> with that one fucking recording i'll do some digging and see if i can find it <laughs> squished by a cube <laughs> So you can find the death sounds for all the characters in that little midi game because they're all hilarious. But I thought Ziggy's was probably the most fun. Isn't Chaos Go? That was surprising. <laughs> that was surprising. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the first time I squished Chaos with a block, and he said that was surprising. I said, "Me too." I, li- I like how I like with uh, I like with how Al- casual he is. <laughs> I like how uh, Albedo's is like my existence is infinite. My existence is infinite! Did he just die? It's like, <laughs> I think I'm starting to remember a bit now. <laughs> uh, we definitely need to do a mini game episode of this show. I don't sometime. remember. <laughs> what did Junior say, though? Like, I'm pretty sure I probably used him, but I don't freaking remember. <laughs> I-, I think Alan goes, Gee! <laughs> Of course. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, so we got the Melia episode, and then after that's the Myths and Misconceptions episode, which I sadly haven't touched yet, but hopefully I'll have it edited before my trip, but no promises. Um, oh, good. So, yeah. Take your time. Okay. Yeah, then, so you have like three episodes counting this one backed up, so this should hopefully be good for a while. Cool. Then I don't know what we're doing next. Uh, We'll just uh, probably, once I get back, we'll discuss what the next direction we're going. I kind of want to scream awesome. URTVs, but at the same time, I'm like, we should probably give love some, to some of the Zulu Blake content. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we got gave Melia her episode, but that's still not enough stuff. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, that should be it. Thanks again for everyone joining me today. I really appreciate the conversation. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. Well, um, yeah, this has been Zeno Chat. Thanks for listening, and everyone, have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. I seem to have reached the end.